Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. It's that wishy-washy instability, the opposite of which we see here in these first believers, because they knew that they had had an encounter with God. Every day they were seeing evidence. Every day the apostles were doing these crazy, impossible things. They were seeing the signs and wonders. They were seeing people get healed. They were seeing the transformation in people's lives. Many believers today, unfortunately, have a lukewarm faith. But as Pastor Robert teaches today, this shouldn't be. By the power of the Holy Spirit, the apostles were doing miracles and seeing lives changed. Your mind should be focused on doing God's will by the power of the Holy Spirit. Your faith will flourish as you see God glorified. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 2 as he continues his message, Fruit of Koinonia. You can't be much of a farmer if you give all the seed away. Give everything away. Give all your cattle away. You got no cattle to make babies. You're not going to have much of a herd. No, you have to be selective. How do you do that? Well, he, he tells us here in the Bible. And by the way, this, this is a New Testament expression of an Old Testament principle that you can find in Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 9. But listen to what Paul said as he wrote to the church in Corinth. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 1 through 3, he says, Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given orders to the churches, plural, in Galatia, so you must do also. You Corinthians need to do the same thing. Now listen, he wrote to the Romans and said something similar. But he said, just like I told the churches, just like I instructed the churches in the region of Galatia, now I'm telling you Corinthians, here's what I want you to do. On the first day of the week, let each one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper. See, that's the key phrase. Paul didn't ask them to sell everything they owned. He said, you need to make a plan. Lay something aside. Every Sunday, you set something aside. Each one of you set something aside. Storing up as he may prosper, that there be no collections when I come. I want it to already be done, already be planned, already be squared away. And when I come, whomever you approve by your letters, I will send to bear your gift 
to Jerusalem. The Apostle Paul wanted him to know. He wasn't keeping anything. This wasn't for him. He was going to let them choose the delegate, and then he would agree with them and send that delegate to the church in Jerusalem with the offerings that they had collected. So there would be a delegate from the church in Corinth. There would be a delegate from each of the churches in Galatia. There would be a delegate from the church in Rome, and they were all taking offerings back to Jerusalem. Why? Because the church in Jerusalem was broke. They had given everything away. They had squandered it. They had used it all up. So I love the way the Bible brought balance back to their generosity of heart. They were well-meaning, but they were misguided. Do you understand? I can't tell you how many times I've done this where God's, God speaks, you know, God speaks to me and he shows me something, but then I take it like one step further. I know none of you ever do that, but I'm guilty of it. When we were down in South Beach, I just, you know, first of all, 1986, the Lord spoke to me clearly about South Beach. And I thought he was speaking to me for the organization I was working with at the time, Youth with a Mission. I just knew Youth with a Mission was going to have a presence in South Beach and we were going to be doing this and that. And my leaders in Youth with a Mission said, no, no, that's your vision. That's something God is giving to you. He hasn't given that to us. We're not, we're not all that interested in South Beach. Then when we started the church, I thought it was South Beach. It was always going to be South Beach. We were never going to leave South Beach. It was, you know, and yet here we are in North Beach. And time and again, God does a little more than I thought he would, and he tweaks things. I, I, I misinterpret or I, you know, I'll, and I think that's what they did here. God doesn't necessarily want you to sell everything you have and give everything away. But he wants you to live with the attitude that it's all his. So that if he were to tell you clearly to give everything away, it wouldn't be a big leap for you. Do you understand? Generosity of heart. Like I said, Leviticus 19 and verse 9. Because sometimes it is appropriate to give sacrificially, but most of the time, it's not smart to give away the farm. Number four, the fourth fruit of koinonia that we see in this early church, it says in verse 46, it says, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. Now, the idea that's being expressed there is that, you know, that the, the koinonia like we talked about, it produced fellowship, and it was fun. It was fun, the gladness of heart. It's, it's like they were exceedingly joyful as they got together and shared these mealtimes. They had fun with it. They, there was fun and there was focus. That what, what he says there, that there was simplicity of heart. See, what it, what it actually means is that they were focused simplicity of heart. It wasn't real complicated. We complicate things so much. We complicate things in the church so much these days. It wasn't complicated back then. They loved one another. They loved God. They had fun when they gathered together. They enjoyed each other. They enjoyed their worship. They enjoyed the presence of God. And everything was about Jesus. Singleness of mind. You know, James talks 
about being double-minded. James chapter 1, you remember that? If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it'll be given to him. If you need wisdom, ask for it. But ask in faith. And I see, a lot of times it's like, wait, wait, what, what does that even mean? You know? well, what it means is that you trust God. Hebrews 11.6 tells us what faith is. It's believing that God is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. In other words, you, you, you just you believe that he's there and you believe that he's good and you believe that he's reliable. You believe that he's trustworthy, that you can count on him. And so if you need something, you ask. And James goes on to tell us that if you doubt, he's like, you're like a wave of the sea driven, tossed by the wind. Let not that man suppose he'll receive anything from the Lord. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. In other words, if, if, if you're going to God to ask him for something, not even sure he's there, that's evidence of you being unreliable and unstable. Just this wishy-washy, you know, I mean, maybe he'll do something. I, don't, I mean, I'm not sure you're up there, but if you're up there, I could really use some help and do this. And But it's that wishy-washy instability, the opposite of which we see here in these first believers, because they knew that they had had an encounter with God. Every day they were seeing evidence. Every day the apostles were doing these crazy, impossible things. They were seeing the signs and wonders. They were seeing people get healed. They were seeing the transformation in people's lives. So there was simplicity of heart. Singleness of heart. They wanted to see God glorified. They wanted to see people's lives changed. They were consumed by the desire to be together and the desire to see others transformed. Which brings us to the last one, the fifth and final fruit of koinonia. The Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Now listen, this is critically important. Let me tell you why. The early church did not have outreach programs. Because the early church recognized and understood they were the outreach program. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, 
Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.